This episode of Takes from the Nosebleed is sponsored by Roster Guy Sports. Give them a follow at Roster Guy on Twitter and check out their website at rosterguy.com for your latest sports fix. Takes from the Nosebleeds. And bang. Welcome back to the Nosebleeds show where we talk about actual sports this time because stuff is happening uh, for better or for worse. There's a lot starting this week. We started Major League Baseball back on Thursday and no sign of slowing down at this point, even though a lot of stupid things have happened. Uh, Don't look now. But uh, it is currently, or currently the best team right now that hasn't lost a game upon recording is the San Padres. Diego Padres. So the Dodgers lost the game. The Dodgers lost last night to the yeah. Giants. But the San Diego yeah. Padres, they, they're tied. They're currently uh, tied with the Dodgers. We're gonna find out. Uh, uh, they're Diamondbacks. Oh, Diamondbacks. Diamondbacks. Excuse me. Yeah, Diamondbacks. we're gonna find out who's gonna win that one. Uh, hopefully by the end of the recording, but. Regardless, they're the only undefeated team as of this moment. They could go to three and zero if they really if, if they really try. Um, but a lot of storylines happening in Major League Baseball. Um, Cole and Luke's teams. Oh yeah, I should also mention Joey's not here, so I'm going to be the only Canadian on the show. Um, so I am since I'm the only Canadian, I suffered the the fate of not having a team above 500 so far. Uh, Cole and Luke. Your Tigers and Yankees are two and one. Uh, I guess dive into your early thoughts on the season. We'll start with Luke first because I know he has a lot of things to say about about the Yankees. Yeah, I'm very impressed with Garrett Cole in his first start. He may have given up that homer to uh, Adam Eaton, but after that, he just managed to mow them down for a couple outs, not strikeouts, but other than that, he's been he's been able to get them out. So I'm very impressed. Um, I'm very impressed with Giancarlo Stanton this season, too, because first two games hit massive bombs. And I think yesterday hit one that about was 483 feet. That's damn impressive if you tell, if you ask me. And like, But the thing is, is that yesterday in the beginning of today's game, the Yankees were not hitting. And you can say that because, yeah, they were facing Patrick Corbin, but look at yesterday's game. They weren't facing... Steven Strasburg, and yet they were getting mowed down like crazy. It was a, It's a continuous problem when I see a fastball like right down the middle and they're not swinging it, but they're swinging at every single curveball or slider that's either right down, uh, not near the strike zone because they just think the next pitch is going to be a fastball. It's really dumb to me. And I see Brett Gardner not having a good season because he's getting old. I feel like to the point that Mike Talkman could be a good replacement. And sure, Talkman hasn't done anything, but it's his first game. I also say that James Paxton needs improvement because he never got a single out in the second inning, but it's his first game. I'll give him some credit on that. Other than that, there are some major improvements to be involved in, but I'm really happy we got the win here. Great comeback win today. Yeah, the kind of piggyback off what you're saying about, like, pit, like, uh, batters definitely swinging at a lot of pitches that aren't going to be strikes. A lot of them are rusty. I mean, like, they were off for... How long were they off when the training started? Nine months, I think? Nine yeah, months? Like, be... No, like three or four months, I would say, once the pandemic started. Yeah. They, they, they stopped for about three months. 
So like everyone's obviously yeah. gonna be like a little a little rusty and whatnot. Like, you know, we mentioned James Paxton didn't have a rough yeah. Did have a rough go. And also he had that cyst that he got removed, so and then it's yeah, like back too, like, you know, the I think personally the second worst pitch or injury for a pitcher that's not the arm is probably gonna be your back just because you're putting so much strain on there to, to torque and move. So that's definitely yeah. gonna be a, a deterrent with you know your movement and your delivery and whatnot. Uh speaking of I just deliveries want... Go ahead. Yeah. So speaking of deliveries, Cole, your Tigers had a huge statement against quite possibly the best team in the in the NL Central in the uh, the Cincinnati Reds. So is, I, do you want to boast? I, I don't want to boast about them winning because, I, I mean, it was – it like you said, everyone's got a little rust on them. Uh, Mike Moustakis didn't play today with COVID complications. Castellanos looked a little rough for the Reds. But uh, what I will say is I'm impressed on how the Tigers battle and compete. You know, I wasn't expecting much out of them this year, but the fact that they're scrapping it out – uh, getting into the Reds bullpen, trying to, uh, I mean, you saw it against Luis Castillo and today, Trevor Bauer, they got their pitch counts up, got them out in the later innings and they capitalized on their bullpen. Um, it's not a, uh, it's not a team that's going to probably win 30, 40 games, but the fact that their, their lineup is starting to improve and grow, like, uh, they've shown the first two game, few games of season. Yeah. It's, it's, it's something, something I like to see as a, as a fan of a team that's probably not a playoff team. So yeah, for sure. I, I can definitely piggyback and attest to that with uh, with the Toronto Blue Jays, who unfortunately looked like they were going to win the game today, but unfortunately, obviously, some circumstances led to them losing, essentially losing their closer for God knows how long, which is really a shame because Ken Giles looked like, you know, he looked probably the best that he's looked within the last few years when he was coming to Toronto out of uh, out of Houston. Uh, I like what a lot of the youngsters are doing. Kevin Biggio is sticking out as the team's best infielder, which I think is great. Vlad is Vlad. I mean, you know, he would have. I would have preferred if he had that uh, that game-ending play at first, but again, he's still a uh, a new first baseman. He's not. He's going to make a lot of mistakes in, in the in the infield. Uh, I liked what I saw to Hinge and Ryu, even though it was only four and two thirds. Like, you know, like, like I've said before, and like Cole said, like, you know, everyone's going to be, if you work up a, a count for a pitcher, it's definitely going to be a huge thing just because of how fatigued their arm can be after, you know, especially not throwing for, for long periods of time. Um, I can say that Rafael Dolas is giving me and Blue Jays Twitter a heart attack which is hilarious. Um, but yeah, there's a lot, again, there's, this is a young team that's going to make mistakes. And if you're going to make mistakes, you want to make it in the beginning of the season. So, you know, that's all there was to it. Also, uh, I know I said that, that, that the, uh, the Padres could have been the one team to go undefeated. They are now losing four, two to the diamondbacks. So Wait, jinx it, Matt. Wait, jinx it. <laughs> I guess I'm a jinx. I'm a jinx. No, hey, no you know, no I, I will say I will say this. The Padres do look pretty sharp. And uh, Garrett Richards, former Los Angeles Angel, he's coming off a pretty rough uh, surgery of his uh, elbow, Tommy John. 
And uh, he threw five innings scoreless today at six Ks against the Diamondbacks. So take it, take that as you may. But uh, they, the the Padres are a team to be reckoned with in the in the West. I think they're probably the second best team. So, but at least but also pretty surprised me uh, was the Orioles. They beat the Red Sox, which in retrospect is fair because the Red Sox are not great this year. But I expected the Red Sox to at least start this season at least at three and zero because of that. Uh, of uh, them playing the Oilers, but I, it makes me impressed that the Red Sox can't really do anything this season. And yeah, it's only three games, but still, you have you playing the Oilers. How can you not beat them? I'm I'm gonna say this. I, I'm sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, Matt, but I the Orioles have a lot of young talent. Uh, Anthony Santander, I believe he's a switch hitting outfielder. He could be just right hander, but he 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 can really swing the bat. He was two for four today. Uh, pretty successful day yesterday as well um him Rio Ruiz I believe his name is Hanser Alberto those are their young core in the infield there I uh, got I caught a glimpse of that game a little bit today and I liked what I saw out of those guys I'm not gonna lie so and I would argue they got a very good buy low pick in, in Jose Iglesias like he had himself a game today where I think last time I checked he went four for four which is pretty good obviously when you uh just looking at his yeah he went four for five um, with an RBI, and that's really good for a number three hitter, you know, and, and Iglesias is always one of those players that you think of, I mean, he was essentially a, uh, like a platoon player with, uh, I believe it was Jose Peraza, who ironically is on the Red Sox now, so life comes at you fast in Major League Baseball, but uh, I like what he's bringing to the team, he's kind of like that buy-low pick, uh, he, I personally think he's a little bit better than Jonathan VR at that shortstop spot, so, and is also, again, a veteran person to come in and help out with uh, with the team. <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm with the Red Sox. Yeah, I was really surprised at the fact that they were not, you know, better than what they are. I mean, like, you look at that lineup up and down. You know, J.D. Martinez had a, had a rough game. Uh, Xander Bogarts is not having the best start, but, you know, again, people start out slow. Uh, Kevin Pillar, who I completely forgot was the Red Sox, um actually had a home run today which was kind of funny uh and also what's funny is that the two best hitters on the red sox were jackie bradley jr and christian vasquez two not necessarily high average hitters more so vasquez than than bradley jr i've got a take about bradley jr and we were talking about it in the baseball chat today but if the red sox were around a playoff uh team and he has a hot stretch like he's shown in the past that he can't have i think his name's going to be an mlb mvp uh al mvp na- uh recognition i wouldn't I be shocked to his, see it yeah if he no. gets his average uh better because i know his average has been kind of around the the mediocre mediocrity of like the 240 and 250 but if he can get he's got some pop when he makes some contact with the with his pitches he got he has power so if you kind of get the, those at bats better you know, like Cole said, he could be a really big game changer. In Do you think um, John Carlos N could be AL Comeback Player of the Year? I think I he's the only. Pretty much won the award right now. Yeah, like he's yeah. he's literally looked into. He went from playing what I think twenty games last year at most, yeah. maybe less, and now he's you know mashing home runs like crazy. He's got it's, the highest slugging percentage in baseball with almost a, a you know a two percent which he's at 1.8 right now um that just goes to show you yeah like if you if you have a full healthy season you're gonna you're gonna do things which uh speaking of non-healthy seasons um 
the one big problem that I was looking at with Major League Baseball was their handling of COVID-19. And it came on full force with the Miami Marlins. Because they, they didn't need those guys today. They kicked the crap out of the Phillies. I don't know how. Yeah, that, that's a really surprising uh, surprising little outcome there. The fact that the Phillies are 1-1 one one is, is very... 1-2. One 1-2. Oh, they're one and two. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, it they had a three game. It hasn't yeah. updated yet on my uh, on my feed yet. They, but, yeah. Their starting pitching is so hit or miss. Aaron yeah. Nola, Aaron Nola. I was like, he was my guy on Friday. I was like, I drafted him in fantasy. I was like, he's in a weak East. He's gonna munch on guys like the the uh, Marlins and the Orioles. He's gonna see those guys. Comes out and lays an egg first night against the Marlins. And uh, and then last night we saw Zach Wheeler on that team actually come out and throw pretty well. But Vince Velasquez, a guy that's been kind of hit or miss for the Phillies these past few years, really laid an egg today too. So I don't know. Speaking of pitching, I know we're kind of like picking on teams right now, but the Diamondbacks have been struggling with starting pitching. I mean, Robbie Ray started today and he didn't really look that good. Uh, gave up a couple runs early. Only went. Uh, he only went uh, three and two-thirds of an inning. Uh, Mad Bum got a little bit rocked in his first start. Um, Jimmy Paxton did. Yeah, but uh, I, I'm going I'm to be the one to say that Madison Bumgarner is better than James Paxton, even though James Paxton is a Canadian, and I love him. Um, but Mad Bum's got that, that pedigree. Yeah. I'm surprised. Yeah. But again, he's had so many injuries over the years. Like he Didn't he like break his ankle dirt biking last year or two years ago, something like that? He was also a, a horse rider, wasn't he? Wasn't yeah. that like a story that came out under a fake name? Yeah, that's uh, he's he's had an interesting little career. And what's funny is that he's he just turned thirty, which is insane insanity right now. All the right, I I found it. I sorry, I had to do it. He went under a secret alias, Mason Saunders, to compete in rodeos. <laughs> is he is he from Texas? Is he a Texan? He's gotta be. It says he was doing it in North Carolina, though. I mean, it's the southern state, but still. Uh, he, uh, yeah, he's from North Carolina. He's from Hickory, North Carolina. What a what a friggin' name for a city or town or whatever the hell. Um, I mean, I hope we don't have any people from there coming and be like, don't talk shit about our home city, blah, blah, blah. Uh, speaking of uh, a person that struggled today. It's been all over baseball Twitter. Shohei Otani not yeah. a fun day today at the mound. Oh yeah. And this this is a shame, man, because this just goes to show you how difficult it is to come back from uh, from a Tommy John surgery. You know, going not even an inning and getting up five runs like that that's unheard of, man. Like that's unbelievable. And considering you're going up against Mike Fires, who also gave up four runs, granted over four innings, and didn't strike out a batter, that's bad. Do you, do you I mean, think he should just James be a DH? Got, no, at least James Faction got through his first inning before he could come yeah. like that. So no, he didn't even he didn't even come out of the inning. No, 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 he got. No, oh, Shohei, said, Shohei didn't get out, guys. We're not. Let's no, not be uh, too no, nice about that's this. I, that's what I mean. I said I said James Faction at least got through his first inning I, before. Right. Um, and, and also, I think what it's also worth noting is, like I said before, like pitchers are tired, man. Like they didn't yeah. get stretched out the normal way that they did. Like, um, you know, Blake Snell today in the game, he only went two innings and he, he gave up like 40, 
I think it was like 46 pitches through two innings, and they and they pulled him. Like yeah, it just goes to show you how much you're gonna have to like tax your bullpen and ride your bullpen. This That's also really makes me question. Um, once Garrett Cole gets an actual start that doesn't get ruined out by ring, it really makes me go and want to see what can actually happen. I would argue he technically did have a start because you know he yeah. went what six innings in his first. He went six innings. He had one hit. He went the- more than half of the players uh, over the last little while. Like a lot of the the, the players right now have barely gone, I think, five. Like, I'm trying to think of, like, a player that's gone Bauer, past six. Bauer, Bauer yeah. today, I think, threw seven, but that doesn't count because he's a, a psychopath. He threw six and a third. So he made 19 outs. You want to guess how many Tigers he struck out in that uh, time? Three. Thirteen. Oh, Christ. Seriously? <laughs> yeah, dude, we strike out a lot. But we got pop. That's the one thing that's different from last year. CJ Crone, he's up to two homers. Goodrum homered. Cabrera homered yesterday. So You got Jonathan Scope, too, who's a nice comeback player, comeback story right there. Oh, yeah, big time 0 for 4 today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so while we're hey, – Go ahead. We're- what was your rant you were going to go on that rant before we started oh yeah so the rant that i was going on is uh the mlb's testing protocol which is uh, ridiculous because i think to be completely honest with you i don't see this season going the full duration especially with the playoffs just because of you know the fact that there's no hub so there's no isolation for these players you know they're they're free to do whatever they want essentially uh, they're going to be flying, which is bad because when they're in confined spaces, especially in airports and airplanes, you know, it's probably the worst place, I think, right now, aside from, you know, going to, to Jake Paul's house and uh, having a party in Calabasas, which is incredibly doofussery, doof- but I digress. <laughs> so it came out earlier Speaking today. of... Uh, oh, yeah, talk about Jake Paul for me. Are you going... Oh, I was going to talk about Lou Williams. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You, you go you go in about that real quick. Because, I mean, you were talking about guys, like, going out and uh, how MLB is not controlled. Uh, credit to Lou Williams for just saying, uh, screw the bubble. I don't know if that's I should give him credit or not credit, but uh, talking about really putting guys at risk, he, he just wanted to go to Magic City, man. That's all he wanted to do. So he said the wings were good there. Yeah. The wings. <laughs> yeah, the fact that these players are just not giving a shit about their bubble, like, it's funny. You know, I almost I almost think that the NBA shouldn't have said anything about those numbers. They should have juiced them because then they scare the players. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, especially because, um, you know, they, they the numbers came back clean on all the people that they tested. They're probably thinking, oh, okay, you know, if we, as long as we stay in the bubble, we're good. Like, I can go out and, and do whatever, especially yeah, after we test. Yeah, yeah they're, they're Americans. Americans have done that through the past three months, so. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, – that's definitely a problem. Anyway, so the Marlins came out today and said three players tested positive for COVID-19. The tests were conducted yesterday. Yesterday, they played the Phillies. Yesterday, the players were in the dugout with their teammates. What makes you think that half of those players don't have, co- or if anything, all of them might have it? Like, the odds are pretty high. Like, and considering the fact that Miami is is a hot spot right now, especially when they go back home, you know, the risk of getting it is incredibly high. So now you might have potentially infected almost, if not all of the Phillies, which means you also infect 
the most, granted, the most overrated player in baseball in Bryce Harper. Hey, he hit a laser today. He did. Absolutely laser. Of, I'll have another guy that's that's hitting absolute moonshots today. Um, but, like, you infect, if you infect Bryce Harper, man, and you don't get, like, you know, Rob Manford doing the, the Adam Silver and saying, okay, we're shutting it down. We don't want to get anybody sick then that just goes to show you how negligent this friggin' commissioner is and how greedy he is to just basically try and make as much money as possible, especially during a time when the economy's at an all-time low. That just goes to show you how friggin' greedy the guy is and how he just wants to get money from the TV contracts and not have the health of his players be at, you know the number one priority it's the reason why baseball is going to be declining man and i think even after this pandemic we're going to see a player strike oh we'll see a player strike but the the tv ratings will be high as ever i think baseball is back oh man. it is that's the thing right yeah. and that's what that's what the, i think that's what makes it so tough yeah and that's the thing that's what a person like rob manford looks at thinks okay you know we have the bet like the the home opener between the Yankees and the Nationals was like the what the most watched home opener of, of the last several years, which was good yeah. for them. For me, and I think they, the reason why they did it is because baseball could not just decline ratings wise, so they figure okay, all eyes will be on us. We can get more money from them. So NBA and NHL come back, and the NFL has a has words to say about it. It's just... Oh, uh, so speaking of the NFL, I was going to make them my L of the week, but I made somebody else my L of the week. I'll save that for, for the end of the show. Um, but the NFL apparently is coming out and saying they will allow fans in the stands, but with masks. Do you think that's a good idea? Because I don't think it is. So, say uh, you are from... Hmm, I'm trying to think. What's a town? What's an NFL town that has New York. is like the only sport? No, the only sport is the NFL. Like Carolina, uh, Carolina Panthers. Uh, yeah. Oh, Carolina Hurricanes are also there. Um, I'm trying to think of who else. Uh, uh, oh, um, um, shit. I, I had the name and then I lost it. Um, I'm trying to. I'm Seattle to Seahawks. Seattle Seahawks. Yeah. Until they the go Mariners, back, so. but but they got the Mariners, but that they don't count. Um, <laughs> I, the, was gonna whole, say, I was going to say Oakland. Yeah, but, that's fair, too. Yeah, Oakland was. Las Vegas Raiders, but... Oh, um, yeah. But say okay, you're from yeah, Seattle, okay? And yeah. Say you're from Seattle, you diehard Seahawks fan, work 9 to 5 every day. All you want to do is go to Seahawks games on Sunday. Now, granted, I don't think it's smart, but the NFL is going to eat that money up. I think I, to be honest, they're the guinea pig right now. They're gonna if they pull it off somehow, then MLB is gonna say, "Oh, we can have play like fans for the postseason in, in October, November, no problem." The problem is is tailgating. Yeah. Yeah. Because most of NFL, like going to an NFL game, most of what your alcohol intake is, is the tailgating. I mean, we, we're, we're all big boys and girls. We know what goes on at tailgating. Yeah. So I mean, everyone's swapping beers. They're touching the same kegs. They're touching the same tables. They're doing all the same things. That's going to be the problem there. I don't think being in the game is the problem. You know what I'm saying? You can, 
you can sell half the tickets and still make a boatload of money. You know what I'm saying? So I just, it's, it's somehow NFL has got to take care of making sure it doesn't get transmitted on their grounds during these tailgates and whatnot. Yeah. And you need, and the problem is that it's going to cost a lot of money to pay security or pay to like, almost like create barriers around mm-hmm. the, the stadium to avoid that. But do they really want to go through all that money? No. Or at least I doubt it. Also, Marcel Ozuna is on a freaking tear right now. Yeah. Uh, speaking of, of players that are on a tear and how what's funny is that in hockey, for the longest time, you know, father time couldn't catch a player by the name of Yarmory Yager. How about Nelson Cruz? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Dude, this I'd was- love... I'd love to just watch 60 games of the Twins and White Sox. Dude, both two. Um, that's Mash City right there, man. I know. Yeah. And in, in Chicago, too. That uh, What do they call it now? Guaranteed rate or whatever? Dude, that park is perfect for offensive teams. Yeah. <laughs> and considering the fact that like, you have uh, Jose Abreu, Yasmani Grandal, Edwin Encarnacion on one. Tim uh, Anderson. And then you have... Yeah, you have Tim Anderson as well. Go on, Makata. Like, all these guys. Makata has COVID. I didn't know that. I saw that. He, he started off hot, too, man. That's going to kill the Sox. For sure, yeah. And also, I, I well, I this is up to debate, obviously, but I think personally that the White Sox, despite all of this, have the rookie of the year in Luis Robert. He's having a nice little start to his mm-hmm. season. And, like, I've seen highlights of the kid. Like, this guy, this guy's got some serious pop and some serious defensive capabilities. I would say he's probably probably the best young outfielder aside from Ronald Acuna right now. Yeah, probably. Subject to change, but, no, that's, that's the way things Also, I just – Baseball. I just did the math. Uh, there were 44 runs scored in that Twins and White Sox three-game set. Yeah, that's uh, I'd love to just watch that over and over again. Give me, give me that. So wait, wait, like, wait, throw the number again. How much was it over over a three game span? Forty four total runs between the two teams in a three game span. So seven of those runs were Nelson Cruz today. Okay, so Nelson Cruz contributes to six point three percent of the runs. Oh wait, oh no, he had some yesterday too. Oh no, I'm just talking about today alone. I know he had he had ten RBIs in this yeah. uh, in this three game set. This this guy is probably the best slugger in baseball right now, and he's I, been doing it for so long, and he's it, it, nothing's changed. And and then what's funny is when was the last time he's like Carlos Beltran, right? Like they just bury his glove. And they just have like a burial site, except you know, I don't, I don't, I would like to think that somebody like uh, Nelson Cruz would not cheat. Oh, he's been on steroids before. Nelson Cruz, really? Oh yeah, he also was one of the worst outfielders. He cost the Rangers a World Series. That he did. That I'm he pretty did. sure he was on the juice though. I let me check. Yeah, that's that's one thing that I'm I'm very curious about. 2013. Oh, that was when he was with the Orioles, wasn't he? Rangers and Orioles, yeah. Yep, I remember. I oh, now it's coming back to me a little bit. Um, so before we we kind of like divvy off and move past baseball because obviously there's a lot more that's gonna happen. Uh, 
so one thing, well, before we talk about the, the big injury that happened, who's your sleeper picks now? Now that you've seen about a hand, almost a handful of games, who's like the one besides your own? So t- Tigers, Yankees, Jays go bye-bye. They, they don't count. Okay. Which right. team do you think has the potential? May not have the best record right now, but has the potential to go places in the future. In the season alone. Okay. Um, it wouldn't. I have two teams. Yeah, of course. Okay. My first team is the Dodgers because even though that seems fairly obvious, they have Mickey Betts as well as Cody Ballinger. If they get Kershaw back, I can see it being. Uh, oh, Ben and Nemo just play. Sorry about that. Let's watch it. Okay, anyway. Um, uh, yeah, I'm saying the Dodgers because once they get Kershaw back, once they get all that core back up, it's going to be hard to stop them. It's going to be really hard to stop them unless if they make a few mistakes. Right. Fair enough. Um, my second team are the Cincinnati Reds because. I feel that I haven't watched them throughout the first two games, but I see them as a really strong team making the playoffs if they just get their um if they get get their batters straight and straight now. And I think Dietrich is a good batter. I really I really like him as just, just a, an all around batter. Well, they got Votto too, Mustakis. They got Votto, Mustakis, Torres. has been struggling though. Eugenio Torres has been very good. Shogo Yeah, I forgot they got that. The record may not show it yet, but I feel like once they start getting things together, I feel like I can see them in a big, a good playoff run. Fair point. All right, Cole, please don't pick mine. I have, I have two. Please don't pick either or. I have two as well. Matt, you already talked about them, but I was kind of tentative about this team going into the season. But the San Diego Padres kind of surprised me how good their lineup is. Uh, looking at it, you got guys like Fernando Tatis Jr., uh, Manny Machado, Tommy Pham, Eric Hosmer kind of had an emergence the first few games. I'm wondering if that'll keep up. Will Myers got going a little bit too. Uh, their starting pitching isn't what I thought, but if Garrett Richards can continue his success that he showed today, uh, Chris Paddock was pretty good in the first game. Donaldson LeMay was not bad last night. Uh, their bullpen with like Kirby Yates and uh, Emilio Pagan and all them guys. Ain't it. But they, they just traded for the guy from the Royals too, Tim Hill, I think his name was. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't think they're gonna be a World Series contending team, but don't be shocked to see them make noise and upset a few teams come October and November. Even are we playing in November? Probably. Yeah, you know, around, probably, around yeah. November with the extended playoffs. Yeah, probably. Yeah. And uh, team number two, uh, with the news of Justin Verlander's weird injury, I don't know what to speak of it. I'm not going to say it. It's a I don't, I'm not going to say it's Tommy John. I'm not going to say it's forearm strain until it's di- diagnosed. But yeah. I think the I think the Oakland Athletics, I I really like their lineup. Matt Olson's back healthy. Roman Lariano's pretty good center fielder. He's got a cannon out there, too. Uh, Mark Conha, Robbie Grossman. They got uh, Steven Piscotti's in there. Semyon. Um, their pitching staff's pretty good as well. I know their starters aren't ideal, but that bullpen is, is one of the best in baseball. So uh, we were talking to the importance of bullpen this year earlier, and uh, I think that's why I'm going to ride with the athletics. So I'm going two West Coast teams with the Padres and A's. So I was originally going to go with the A's, but there are many other teams to look at right now. And the first one, we mentioned them earlier, and even though they are 
the biggest risk in terms of, you know, obviously with the whole COVID situation, I think the Miami Marlins have a chance to maybe squeak in because they've shown, they've shown some progress. I mean, Jesus Aguilar, he's not, you know, 2018 Jesus Aguilar, but he could still crush for power. Um, Brian Anderson's been very good in the, in the short little bit that I've seen. Uh, Miguel Roy has been a monster in terms of getting on base four for six and in, in six at bats is amazing. Um, I mean, they do have some other players that are kind of contributing pieces. Corey Dickerson, Garrett Cooper being one of them. Uh, Cooper apparently was one of the people who tested positive for COVID. So I'm hoping that things obviously progress well for him and hopefully he gets as healthy as he, as he can be. But the pitching has been very interesting. Like Sandy Alcantara, in his first start, I mean, the guy was a monster. I mean, you know, seven, he out-dueled Aaron, like Aaron Nola. And that's hard to do, man. You know, considering the fact that he's like, what, 20? I think he's like 20. He's young 20s. He's not. He's 25. Like, yeah. so, which, granted, you know, by major league standards, he yeah. should be taking that next step. But sometimes people take a little longer to develop. So I think he has the potential to turn into one of the next, uh, you know, aces in Major League Baseball. And the second team that I was going to go is also in the NL East, and that's the Atlanta Braves. Because I know that they lost, and uh, but they, you know, they're winning right now with, against the uh, the New York Mets. You guys will be back. And that lineup, top to bottom, I mean, you know, Cole mentioned earlier, Marcelo Zuna has been having a nice little t- uh, start to his season. Dansby Swanson's incredibly underrated as a, you know, as a shortstop. You got Freddie Freeman, who thankfully is back after his whole COVID diagnosis, which is really great to see. Uh, Johan Camargo is an interesting name, especially with Austin Riley. You know, who's going to win the third base spot? Uh, But I think the biggest – and the biggest surprise, I think, to me, is I forgot this team had Matt Adams. I honestly didn't realize it uh, at first. But – uh, I think one of the things that sticks out is their bullpen is not their bullpen. Their their whole starting rotation. You know, you got Max Fried, Mike Soroka. Um, you know, the you you may not have Julio Tehran anymore, which which definitely stings. But uh, you got Sean Newcomb, Mike Fulton Newick, Cole Hamels. Hopefully, returns Felix by the end Hernandez. of the season, even though I don't think that's likely. But even still, you're one to four, and then. Now you you go in and maybe at the trade deadline you go and get another starter. Chris Bryant. Chris Bryant, I think. What's going on? Oh, oh, there's a lot of. Did you pillaging through papers over there? Oh no, I just. I'm, I mean, I'm sorry. Oh, okay. All right. Go ahead. Um, but yeah. Ooh, uh, that ball is crushed. Oh, I thought it was a grandstand. Yeah. Uh, do you think Chris Bryant? Fits the mold in, in, or do they move him? I don't know. I, think I don't they, think it's a possibility now. Determines where they sit, um, midway through the season. Uh, that NL Central is really tough. We haven't even talked about the St. Louis Cardinals yet. Oh yeah. Um, and yeah. You want to talk about great. Jack Flaherty, Paul Goldschmidt, uh, Colton Wong's pretty good. Paul DeYoung's not bad. I know their bullpen's kind of uh, 
taking a hit with no Jordan Hicks, but you got you got you got four teams in the NL Central that I wouldn't be surprised coming out on the top of it uh, with the Brewers, Cubs, Reds, and Cardinals. So if they're kind of on that bottom half, three, four, five, I could see them potentially moving Bryant. But uh, if if they're competitive, competitive, I don't know. Uh, what I'll say is Bryant didn't make any noise in the in the games played for the Cubs this week, and uh, I don't like him in the leadoff spot. I don't like what David Ross did with that. So. Yeah. Uh, again, only three games, but a lot can happen in, in a week. And hopefully we see. Hey, hey, that's the 20th of the season, Matt. That's 5% of the season. I know. 5% just, done yeah. like that, that's, man. That's With very, very different from the, the the 10 game stretches. That would be almost 20%. The 8, 9, 10 game stretches that are 20% of your season if it's a normal season. So, For sure, yeah. Um, speaking of, of stuff starting, well, technically starting up. We have uh, some exhibitional basketball that is, I believe, currently happening right now as we speak, but has happened over the last couple days. So with with this in mind, of course, because you know things uh, basketball won't officially start back up until July 30th, which is um, Thursday, which will be at yeah, Thursday when we record our next show. Um, I honestly. Really, like, I've only seen a handful of the bubble. I don't know how much you guys have watched or seen. I like the whole setup of, you know, having all the LED screens and, like, kind of isolating it on the players and not the whole fan aspects of it. Like, I, don't, I don't know. I, something about it really, I just like the whole aesthetic of it. Um, I know watching it with my dad, he didn't like the whole enhanced sneaker uh, squeaks against the court, but it, it looked like the it looked like NBA 2K. Yeah, it looked like um, I forget what the mode is because I, I downloaded 2K for a little bit and then I uninstalled it to download other it's stuff. Three again. So three yeah, again. yeah, the three again, the three on three mode where it's like the empty arena. It's like that. Like players and fans are already used to that. So the fact that we can kind of see a real life equivalent of that, I think, is really cool. The one thing is, and I'll say, I'll say it for baseball and basketball, the no home home field advantage. I mean, I guess you get some of it in baseball because you're playing in the other team stadium, but the no uh, home field advantage, it's it's gonna play into younger teams' hands now for the NBA. I I, I really believe that, or not? Excuse me, into veteran teams' hands because young guys. I mean, you're you might see. I was listening to Jalen Rose. He was speaking to this. He said, you're going to see a veteran guy that you didn't think could still play, be able to play because he doesn't worry about fans. And then you've got the young guys that will do it too. So it's going to be a different type of feel with no home court advantage for the NBA. But I'm excited to uh, to watch, like, actual games. I know we're we're watching scrimmages, but that doesn't really give me the actual feel, the competitive feel that we've seen in some of these uh, playoff and close to right end of regular season games. So I don't know what you think about the whole home court advantage, Matt and Luke, but I, I think it's, it's going to make a big difference in the NBA. Yeah. Um, I think especially when you look at teams that have done so well in their own barn, like not to be a homer, but the Raptors do incredibly well at home. Um, the Lakers as well. Clippers. Sixers. I mean, Sixers yeah. at home and on the road are two different teams. Yeah, I was just about to say the Sixers at home are 
are far more intimidating than the Sixers on the road. Um, and, and even with that, like, you know, Houston Rockets, when they play at home, are, are amazing. Which, even though I'd say the Houston Rockets are the biggest underachievers in the West, considering you have OKC as well. But I, I, I digress about that. Um, but, yeah, it's really... I want to see what teams come out of this and be better. And I'll, I'll talk about this more when we talk about another sport later on. But uh, I'm just, I just want to see competitive basketball again. It just sucks that I'm hoping that, you know, whoever wins the NBA championship, fans don't go into a frenzy and potentially making us, you know, you know revert back to what things – were before where we're, we're basically go individually in the summer you don't want the Lakers to win because it's gonna feel like it's gonna be like the Warriors winning throughout the entire decade. Um, well, not even not even just isolating it to them. Like I think, like for example, if the Bucks win in, in Milwaukee, like I don't want to see an outbreak of, of people, you know, rushing out there. Like in, in Toronto, there's gonna be hey, it's not Matt. gonna be as big. But hey, Matt. I go to school in Milwaukee, and I'll give a little insight on Milwaukee. Whether they win or not, schools aren't going to be back to normal for a while there. Oh, I know. And what what I'm, so, so, what I'm afraid of. So I and, and people knowing that Matt, I think is 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 more. And it's sad to say this. It gives more reason knowing that they won't have to go back to school for them to go out and celebrate if they do win the championship. Yeah, and, that, and that's what I'm afraid of because, you know, people are just so, you know, against going to school other than to do things like party and drink and do whatever the hell they want. I'm not even saying that. I'm just saying knowing that whether they don't go or do go doesn't change the outcome of them, whether being back in school or not going to school. It just doesn't change that outcome. If there's an outbreak or not, I think it's I, – I, yeah. I think people go regardless. That's true, yeah. Like, in Toronto, I don't think there's going to be as big of a celebration just because, like, you can't top your first. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I think people are going to be like, oh, yeah, we won again. Woo. Like, the the hype's not going to be there. And, like, I've talked about this before. Like, if you look at a team that hasn't won an NBA championship, like, I'm trying to – I'm just looking through the list right now. Clippers, Clippers. Yeah, like, if if the Clippers win, then that that would be – detrimental like just because of how bonkers california is right now it's it's insane right now here's what Uh, for you it's not likely matt but we were already speaking to it if miami wins the championship do you think the governor cares no i think to be completely honest he'll endorse it he'll put together a championship rally for it because he can and he'll be like you know this was such a huge thing That'll help our morale to combat to combat this whole pandemic, and then they'll just see numbers unfortunately skyrocket. Like, I think the highest that they've gotten in a day is fifteen thousand, which is mental. Yeah. Yeah. And like Florida's already a swamp pit now. Imagine after you win a championship with them. Like that's 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 gonna be so. I I I don't want Orlando or Miami to win the friggin' thing now. Oh, Atlanta's got boy, yeah. Boycott Florida everything right now, okay? Even boycott Disney World, even though Universal Studios is there and I like Wizarding World and Harry Potter. But I digress there. 
keep Wizarding World, screw everything else. So, Matt, in your opinion, who would be the safest team to win the uh, NBA Finals? Are, you, are we talking about logistically, or are we talking about, like, in terms of... Uh, I mean, like, I don't mean to be a homer, but I think, like, the Raptors are the same pick, just because of how the situation in Canada is compared to the situation in, in the States. Um, I'm trying to think of who else. I think maybe the Pelicans? Utah Jazz. I don't think anybody cares about basketball in Utah. Yeah, you know what? You you brought up a really good point. Utah. Some of those, Utah. like, Denver, like, Utah, Denver, uh, Indiana. Yeah, Colorado's. Uh, you look like you get... What about what about Minnesota or, 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 or no? How about how about Oklahoma winning it? I want you know what? Screw it. Oklahoma no. is my pick. Uh uh-uh. uh. Oklahoma did. Oklahoma would be a nightmare, man. Oklahoma, that's all they got. I know. And here's the thing: if Oklahoma wins it, it's a big, 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 big fuck you to Russell Westbrook, man. Well, no, I wouldn't even say that. I'm saying like if they win it, the fans would go crazy. Like they, like Oklahoma City fans actually are like nuts about Thunder basketball. Okay, so, so let me let me retract that statement. Yes, because I remember like when Durant, like you see it when they're like still they hound Durant for leaving, dude. Like they. Yeah. Um, I think it's got to be Utah or Denver. I wouldn't say I, think, I would say, Houston. I'm saying Houston would get a good chance to win it if they can get all the shots made and all the players. Oh, oh, Luke, we're not talking about who's gonna win. What do you think is like the safest area of the country to win a championship? Is what we're saying. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, my mic cut. My mic cut out. Oh, my headphones. No, cut you're out. good. You're it's good. So, yeah. okay, safest pick. I don't know personally, but I'm gonna say I'll just say Utah. Just I think yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think I think the consensus right now is is it is gonna be Utah just because of the way things are right there. I mean, if if there would there was a team, well, I mean. If, if the NBA expands in a few years, which I would like to see maybe a basketball team in Vegas in a couple years, I would say maybe Nevada, but Nevada right now is starting to, to, to uptick. Yeah, because they opened let's up a, again. Let's put, another, let's put another team back in Seattle. Let's bring the Supersonics back. I'm in. Yeah. I mean, so, speaking, speaking of Seattle, do you guys want to just get right into it? Yeah. So, yes, yes. we have a name. The Seattle friggin' Kraken, which I have to say, um, I... Kind of knew it was. We all kind of knew it was gonna be cracking yeah. anyway. Um, I saw people say it was like the sockeyes because they saw the video and they saw like a lot of the. They say cracking wouldn't make any sense, so they said the sockeyes. I would um, on the Yeah, way. yeah. So the, the name dropped. I kind of already knew what it was. Um, I like the logo. The logo is really slick with like the S kind of looking like a, like a squid tentacle, and then you have like the sinister uh, red eye in there. Uh, the jersey colors are very nice for, I think it's like what, what, light teal and navy blue. Light teal, yeah. That's like, which like, on paper, you'd be like, nah, I don't want that. But now, like, with, with the hockey tint around it, I'm I'm sold on it. I, I, would, yeah. I would legitimately see myself buying uh, this jersey down the line. Yeah, I would. Um, I would, I would and, and what was funny earlier was um, I, I was going to show this meme and send it to the group chat, but um, it was a meme about uh, basically two dudes uh, 
or no, it wasn't two dudes. It was it was it was a couple making out, and it was the caption like on the girl. It was oh, like why you put in my salad? No, it was uh, Seattle trading for Jamal Adams, like the Seahawks, oh, and yeah. it was the, Seattle being named Kraken. And then there's just a little dorky dude in the background being like Mariners home opener. Oh. And I'm just. Oh like, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. The, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um. That's. And, that's pretty mental. Hey, if we want to get right into it, I know the. I actually like the Kraken personally. Uh, it's without an S, which I think is pretty cool. But uh, on the on the flip side, what I didn't think was cool. Just going straight to the Washington football team was brutal. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so the so the former, uh, we won't say the name. We, kind of, we screwed that up last yeah. week when we all said yeah. To, but this time we are determined to not say it. So uh, the new Washington Football Club diverted from their their racially uh, their racial past, I guess you could call it. Um, is really dumb because okay, not gonna say they shouldn't have changed the name because they should have changed the name. How about you let the fans vote? You know, Matt, I I will say this. Um, I kind of liked the unis. Well, like the the helmet with the numbers on them kind of gives me like an old college football style look. Um, right, but still have a name like the fan like the fans literally are saying like, what should our name be? Like, how about yeah. it's, the, like, the... The Red Bulls, Red Tails, like, there are a bunch of names. Exactly. Yeah. Like, like engagement, man. Like, you need to let your fans be like, hey, we're going to contribute to something and not just pour money into this and not know any better. But I All guess right. I guess Dan Snyder wants the latter of that. Just like, okay, give us money and we'll give you something. It won't be nearly as good as it can be. But it's something, and y'all will still pay money because we are the only, you know, basically the only thing in town. I feel bad for Chase Young. <laughs> He's got a couple of years to hopefully see some better things turn around. I, I just hope Dan Snyder's uh, uh, murdered. No, not murdered. I shouldn't say that. But uh, fired. Like he he's got so let's, much. How about how about let's not say let's say whacked instead because you can have you can have a mob whack somebody and not kill them. Oh, I just hope he's fired. I shouldn't have said murdered. I hope he's fired. Like he just doesn't deserve to be in that position anymore. I hope he gets fired and then people just beat him with a stick. That's fair. Like uh, just friggin' cane him to death. Well, yes. not death, but you know, because we'll in some country in some countries like you have the. For people that commit really serious offenses, they get like nicked with a bunch of canes or stones, like, or okay, not stone, yeah. but like yeah, like like stones thrown at you. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know, stone. Yeah. Yeah. All right. But, like, so but, like, I think stones are more like lethal than if like, you were to get like beaten with like a stick, because that's like it's one stick compared to like multiple rocks or stones that will like basically render your bones and your vitals obsolete after a certain period of time uh, but general consensus between the three of us i think we all like the kraken name mm-hmm. uh yes does it have the potential to be the biggest team in seattle or would that have to wait until seattle goes back potentially to the nba in a few years no seahawks will always no, be the biggest seahawks big. yeah yeah seahawks are gonna probably take over for now up until it we see won. what the kraken look like yeah, 
Until, yeah. until the Kraken win as much as the Seahawks did, I think people will just ride with the Seahawks. Yeah. Fair point. So speaking about names, because we've talked about uh, the names of the Kraken and the now Washington Football Club a lot over the last couple of days before we started recording, um, which begs the question, we who, out of all of the sport franchises globally, who has the worst names I don't know. Do we want? Do we want to pick five? Yeah, we can. We can draft five. Okay. Sure. Yeah. So let's let's uh let's go ahead and go uh we'll go, we'll go rap style. And we'll we're gonna. Go. Are we going raptor style? Where once we take it, it's off the board. Yeah. Okay, this will be great. No, like... Sorry, roster guy, but this is brought to you by Roster Guy Sports. You're you're uh, sponsoring our worst team names here draft here today. So. So, uh, so just some rules. Um, you're not going to take into account the um, the former football, uh, Washington Football Club name, as well. The Kraken is off the list. Everything else, fair game. Let's go. So, yeah. uh, who wants to lead us off? Do we want to go Luke first? I do. I got one. All right, yeah, I got one. Go first. So, I have the Scottsdale Community College Fighting Artichokes. That's really specific, but that's not a bad choice. How do you land um, on the artichoke? Only because I don't know. Like I don't know. I know Scottsdale's in Arizona. I guess do you have like an artichoke, um, like farm, like an artichoke farm, at least an artichoke plant somewhere, and someone was just like, I know, I'll name my, uh, I'll name my college team that. And like when they were building the college, they just thought, okay, let's just make this our name because it's a random artichoke plant or something like that. Okay. That's not bad. That's not a bad pick. I've That's never heard of them before. All right, so I guess we're going to go to me next. Um, so I thought long, I've actually thought long and hard about this. Uh, I'm going to pick a team that no longer exists anymore. Uh, they, they relocated. I am going to go with the Atlanta Thrashers. Oh, yeah. Because how intimidating is it to say, I'm going to thrash you? Like, no, that's not, first of all, that's not intimidating at all. Second of all, the uniforms were garbage, but that's not what I'm going on about. And and, and third of all, that I'm going to go ahead and talk about it. It's like, I know, the name is apparently named after the Georgia State Bird, which is the, the Brown Thrasher, which is fine. Like, you're getting the hometown, like, uh, state or city involved in, in naming your franchise. But don't name it after a friggin' bird. Like a thrasher? Come on. That, that That's just stupid to me. That's going to be one of my only uh, pro picks, hopefully. Uh, I'll go throw it ahead of the Cole, who's probably going to find something completely outlandish. Nah, I'm not going to go outlandish, but I'm going to go outside the continental United States. I'm going to take the University of Hawaii Rainbow Warriors. Hey, man, that's a good name. How do you land on the Rainbow Warriors, man? Any other word besides rainbow, I'm in, but come on. The Rainbow Warriors? Just be the Hawaii Warriors. Fair enough. Uh, All right, so we'll Uh, Am I going two, then? Yeah, do you want to go one, two, and then we work? Yeah, we'll just make it around. Do you want to stick with three? We can just do five. I don't know. All right, we'll do five. We'll do five. Um, 
Next up, uh, I'm going to say the Tulane Green Wave. Um, uh, just a little backstory on why it is called the Tulane Green Wave. Some guy from Tulane wrote a song in 1920 called the Rolling Green Wave, and that's how they came up with the mascot. So the fact that some random guy, probably intoxicated in some form, wrote a song about a rolling green wave that landed on your uh, um, mascot name, not good, man. Not good. Fair point. All right, so I'm going to go with uh, some minor league baseball. Here, and I'm going to go with the Montgomery Biscuit. First of all, why not biscuits? Just one one singular biscuit. Not, not biscuits, plural. Just one. Like, I, I, I'm not going to hate on minor league baseball that much because I understand, you know, there's a lot that needs to, to go into getting... But the fact that it's the best you got for something in uh, in Alabama. Oh, and actually, it is plural now. It was originally singular, and now it is plural. They heeded my advice. Um, but why would you name your franchise after a cookie? Like, unless you have guys like Prince Fielder or Pablo Sandoval on your team, and, like, that's your roster... And, like, that kind of, like, helps motivate them, which, okay, not going to hate. I like cookies. Cookies are nice. But do you really want to have a chant that says, go, biscuits, go? Who's uh, who's a, who's the affiliate? Uh, I think it was the – I remember that was team – I played as them in the MLB the show, but I forgot what affiliate they are. Uh, Wasn't, that, wasn't it the blue – they are the affiliate of the Tampa Bay Rays. The double oh, A. Yeah. yeah. They've been around for 21 years. I was going to say, I, that, name's been, that, may, that name's been in many of my uh, my players on the show. Yeah, <laughs> me too. Yeah. So, so, silliness right now. All right, let's go it over to Luke with the next two picks. This is a weird one. The Amherst College Lloyd Jeffs. That's a mouthful, man. The Royal Jeps? No, Lloyd. Lloyd. The wow. College Lloyd Jeps. So it says you... here that it says considering the actual Lloyd Jeffrey Amethyst like whacking his boys with smallpox infested blankets. Like, what? What does that even mean? Where is this Amherst? college out of? Amherst? I, I have to check. I got it pulled up right here if you don't find it. It is in... It's in uh, Amherst, Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. Believe it or not. Are they no. a Red Sox affiliate or no? No, it's a college. Oh, it's a college. It's a college. Oh, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't hear the college part. My bad. That's shocking. That's shocking. But it's just weird. How do you name... Is it just a name that they chose for... um for whatever, I don't know why they chose that. Some of their t-shirts are pretty... Their mascot is horrifying. Oh, my goodness. All right. Yeah, it's, it's pretty yeah. rough. If we okay. get a chance to so, do that, listeners. Okay, so my next pick is going to be a pro team. It's going to be the Charlotte Bobcats. Mm. Because, 
Because Bobcats, I don't understand how they got that name, but even if they haven't gotten their name, mm. it's still a pretty terrible team all around. Aside from Black yeah, Canadian, but the Hornets recently, which isn't as bad. Right. They, they, no, they, if you really, can, but, they, but the name isn't that bad, but I just think it's really bad because if you if you manage to get Michael Jordan as your GM and you somehow screwed that up, how is that? Yeah. How do you live with yourself with that? I got. I got another for mine. So we're sticking with minor league. What do you got? See, my it's the Triple A affiliate of the Miami Marlins, the New Orleans Baby Cakes. Oh yeah. Because. First, they, the were, baby first cakes? They, were called, they were called the baby New cakes. Orleans Zyphers, I believe it's Zephyrs. Zephyrs, right. I think. Zephyrs, Zephyrs, yeah. So, which, that name by itself is okay. Now you changed it to a weird little, like... It's an awful like, I don't know if it's like, supposed to look like a, a, a king or a pimp. I don't know what this guy's supposed to look like. He looks like a friggin'... He looks like if the kingpin from Spider-Man, like, decided to become a rapper. Or if, like, a freaking Cabbage Patch Kid decided to go and, and turn into a rapper. But also, baby cakes. I don't like if anybody calls me that either. And that's going to be my pro name. And, that's, and keep in mind, this is the name before you go to the show. You go from a baby cake to a marlin. Two completely uh, different things. I have a petition. You might be on board with me. They should uh, make mascots of minor league teams, MLB, like the progression of Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. just evolve. Like, yeah, yeah evolve. Not, like, it doesn't have to be Pokemon in general, but, like, you should be the Cubs into the Bears. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, maybe that's just me. Am I up? Yeah. Yep. Uh, plain and simple, the fact that you call yourself the Houston Texans. Uh, yeah. We get it. You're from Texas. Uh, your well, their old name was much better, the Houston Oilers. But yeah. Texas, Texas just feels lazy to me. Um, and then uh, after that, uh, I'm sure all of you kind of have had this as well, Matt. I'm gonna also go with another affiliate of the Miami Marlins, and that's the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp. That was one I was toying with. It is. In my head, I'm like, no, shrimp are cool. I'd rather be a shrimp than a baby cake. You know, I how do you land on baby cakes, jumbo shrimp, Lord Jeffs? Maybe, maybe we should reach out to one of these guys at these schools and try to figure out how and why that they landed on these names. I think that'd be a very interesting Dude, uh, if, two if to three question interview. <laughs> if the States was in a better standing right now, I would love to come in and rework some of these friggin' minor league baseball clubs. Hell yeah. It's, I mean, minor league's not even playing, right? No. Like it's, so it's pretty much turning into... Uh-huh. I, I'm looking at some of these right now, and I don't know what the hell I want to pick for my other one. Uh, but you have two picks over here. But, oh, no, you used your two picks. Um, so it's back Jackson to the shrimp. So I'm going with uh, the affiliate of the Cincinnati Reds, the Chattanooga Lookouts. Because what the hell is a lookout? It's No, I, yeah, I know, I like, legitimately what it is, but, like, what what is it in the terms of 
baseball. Like, like you're literally just what's sitting their there. Mascot. Yeah. Their friggin' uh, their logo is literally a C with two eyeballs in it, and the eyeballs look like friggin' uh, you know, like when you play those Hasbro games as a kid. Mm-hmm. Looks like one of those. What's the mascot? I'm so curious now. No, I, I'm trying. Oh to my like god, the mascot is figure out like what. It, the mascot. Holy! Looks like, what yeah. the? It looks it like, looks like Elmo, Elmo in the future. It looks like Elmo and the guy from the Pringles had a kid. All right. So, um, moral of the story: mascots and furs don't don't procreate. No, this is off. Louis the Lookout. He has a girlfriend. What? And a and a kid named Bluey. <laughs> so now he's procreating, and he's having offspring. No. Louis the Lookout and his girlfriend. Lucy just had a kid, Bluey, to look out. And I bet you couldn't guess what color he was. Green. Yep. Oh, he baby blue. <laughs> ah, close enough. Oh, not my God. Sense. It's not going to make sense anymore. So are we up to pick number three or four? I think we have think, Luke has four think, and five. Yeah. Okay, so, yeah. Uh, and I, so, I get four, and then you get five, and then I finish with five. Okay, so this one's going to be a very controversial pick because this one's a little weird, but I'm thinking the Cleveland Browns. I can see why. It's not, not necessarily a, a controversial I know why they did it, but I feel like it should just be named like something to represent the fans. Like, the do- what about the Cleveland Dog Pounds or the Cleveland So, I'm glad you mentioned that because I have a Bleacher Report article of the top worst teams in pro sports and apparently the uh it was they were supposed to be named the cleveland panthers initially i think is a lot better i mean i don't know about a panther but but they named it after their coach paul brown which i'm not yeah, sure I see. what the reasoning was i don't know if they is there some reason behind it if i can add something in if i can use your name in some sort of pun that uh, or some sort of symbolism that make uh, of me going to the bathroom, like I'm taking the Browns to the Super Bowl. You definitely deserve a spot on this list. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I'm so gonna... I just think the Browns are not a good name. I just think that it should just be like something like the Dogs or something, like the Cleveland Dogs, because at least you Ooh, have Hounds. A... Ooh, Hounds have would be strong. A... The Hounds would be great. Yeah, I like the Hounds. Because you literally have a fan base called the Dog Pound. How do you not name it after something like that? And you and can you literally can... make your, your catchphrase, release the hounds. Yeah, I was about to and say. you can have it... Mr. Burns be there. Yeah, he's yeah. he's just the owner. You can have Mr. Burns, or you can just have Chris Jericho yell it, because Ooh. he's great. Okay. And so... I Chris Jericho to yeah. sell me anything. So my last pick, I have this minor league baseball team called the Amarillo Sod Poodles. Like, yeah, what? I've seen I've seen that. What is Wait, that? What the what? Is that like a Texas? Is that like so, a is, is Amarillo in Texas? Yeah, Whoa, that's I kind of like the logo. I'm not gonna. Oh lie yeah, sod poodles. I kind of like the logo. It looks it looks like Texas, and the mascot looks like friggin'. It looks like if Billy the Kid was. It looks like no, it looks like if Charizard was friggin' mixed with Billy the Kid. No, but Ruckus? It's like, are you talking about Ruckus the Sod Poodle? 
Yes, he looks like a mini Charizard in the face. Like, look at that. Tell me that does not. Look like I just don't. I just don't like the name. No, uh, no, it's, it's the name that's bothering me because what the heck is a sod pool? If you're gonna name it something like, at least like, how about the Amarillo um, Prairie Dogs? Yeah, I, I, I dig that one. Yeah, the prairie dogs would make at least more sense. But oh, why the sod I don't know. So speaking of stuff that doesn't make any sense, I found another minor league one um, while searching for the, uh, the sod poodles. Um, so they're a farm team with the Seattle Mariners. So they have to, you, you just know they have to be garbage. Uh, they are called the Modesto Nuts. Ooh. Do you know how funny it is and how much 12-year-olds are going to lose their mind when they say the nuts are up to bat and the nuts <laughs> struck out? Boy, that nut that, that nut <laughs> busted a big homer there. <laughs> the nuts cracked one out over the field. Come on. Oh, it's just and, so- and also, the, the friggin' logo is so lazy. It looks Whoa, like... Dude. It doesn't even look like a peanut. I don't know if it's supposed to be an almond. Or... They have a. They have three. They have three mascots. And it and it looks like the the, the there's uh, this. It looks like frig. It doesn't look is... like he's a nuts. It looks like he just has a beard. Like yeah, oh, this is this is God. that's horrifying. As a kid, that that would terrify that, me. That would I would pee all over the floor. All right, Cole, you got you to gotta finish this off strong here with, with picks number four and five. Or that's just five. I think I'm, it's just five. I'm torn between two, and I'll let you guys uh, decide for you. Decide yeah. for me. Looking through a list here. First up, I have the UC Santa Cruz Banana Slugs. It's a baseball team with bananas. I give it a pass. Second up, I have the Chattanooga, Tennessee Central Purple Pounders. That's a long-ass name. Yeah. Let me figure out. uh, I think... Purple Pounders is very big. Only because what... Yeah, but what is that? Like, what is the Purple Pounders? At least I know what a banana slug is. It's a yeah, big... Like when, I, when I think of purple pounders, I think, like, what is it, like, Grimace? It, it pretty it? much is Grimace. It's, yeah. I'm look, I, I guess it's a high school, so I can't even use it. But if you guys get a chance, uh, Google that mascot. It looks like the main villain from Godfather, or uh, the mask, when he gets the mask on. Uh, it's pretty oh horrifying. God, I'm, see, I'm seeing it now. Uh... It's horrifying. <laughs> Okay. I, um, yeah. Got the Peter Griffin chin. Dear minor league baseball, do better. No, this is I have a. I have uh yeah, I have an honorable mention that I wish I should have mentioned earlier, but it's such a funny name. What do you it's got? The it's the Macon Whoopie. Oh my I god! I swear to God. What? The the Macon like Macon Georgia, make Macon Georgia, and it's Whoopie. I'm not joking. Okay. Um, so it, no, so it, no, I, I, I want to see their marketing. Uh, <laughs> like, I like see their marketing. Don't draw games. You would, you would want to make whoopee with high games. Like, I mean, I guess it sells. That's a hockey team? Yeah. 
Oh my god. I'm not gonna lie to you. Those shirts are kind of fire. That logo no, is like, not bad. Why would you name it Whoopi? You're gonna make so. I but no, like and all you adults out there, if you wanna mess up, if you wanna go Whoopi, then go Whoopi a toy store to get nice to get. It's like you can make so many jokes out of this. Here's another one. Uh, the Orlando Solar Bears. No more polar bears. Hey, I like the Solar Bears. That's not a bad name, but I don't know. So, for my last one, I was looking for the most outlandish thing I could ever see. Um, yeah, you got five. So, I I was thinking about, and I was looking, and I found this one website that showed the worst sports names based on, like, different uh, categories. There's one that's, like, non-threatening inanimate objects. Uh, there was non-threatening humans. Uh, non-threatening animals. Blah, 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 whatever. Uh, I was torn between two. So there's a, a soccer team in Thailand known as the Thailand Tobacco Monopoly. Yeah, I was going to choose that. Me, I what, which is, that. is very weird. Because it's it's named after a tobacco company. Oh. So you are literally marketing based off of tobacco use and imagining like kids going as like little cigarettes. But the second one that I was gonna go to, um, and this is going in the sound the sounds dirty category. Uh, it's a high school. Um, yeah, so there was there was one that was really outlandish in New Zealand, but I wasn't gonna do that because it's out of poor taste. Uh, it goes along the uh, the Chattanooga Central Purple Pounders, but it's gonna be the Butte Pirates. Oh, because come on, because if you think about it, what do pirates go and search? They search for treasure. What's another name for treasure? Yeah, booty. Butte. So there you go. That's your name. And it's also been around since 1963. So it's literally it's 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 appropriate but inappropriate as well. Um, I'm not gonna say the New Zealand one just because it's out of poor taste. You can Google it if you want. Um, I'm gonna leave it at that. Um, my honorable mention of a name that Man, I was. You already had five. You rounded it out with the Modesto nuts. Oh, dive five already. Shit. Okay, yeah. yeah, put that as my honorable mention, just because it's it's too good. Do you want to switch out with the Modesto nuts for the Butte yeah. Pirates? Yeah, let's let's put a, let's take Modesto out. All right, all right. That's the yeah. Also, boot, butt Pirates is just too good. Butt Pirates, yes, of course. <laughs> you got you got to do that. So, as usual, we're gonna go. We're gonna put this out Rafter style. Um, this is gonna make up for Joey missing this week because he's a he's a rap scallion and whatnot so he misses out on the fun poll um and yeah you guys can go ahead and vote on which uh which team names you think are the most outlandish if you're ever bored make sure that you go and just google random minor league team names because they're just so goofy yeah baseball is not good at creating good minor league team names (laughs) exactly yeah i don't know how you land on half of these like i looked like i looked at these for like an hour i don't know about you guys like i was just like in awe of how bad you could come with these you land on them based on how many brewskis you consume around the table that is the meeting i i guess 
but man oh man that's that's brutal stuff man it's a weird thing yeah um so i don't know are we missing anything else that that's completely did we not talk about did we not talk about tomorrow adams a little bit oh uh, we touched on it but we can we can go into detail yeah. a little further about it so yeah. uh football decided hey by the way guys we're not in we're not in season yet but hey by the way we exist uh, and they made a blo- and the Seattle Seahawks made a blockbuster trade, sending safety Jamal Adams, or acquiring safety Jamal Adams from the New York Jets, and the return was a 2022 fourth rounder and two first rounders, no two first rounders in 2021 and 2022, 2021 third rounder, and safety Bradley McDougal. So <laughs> that's a lot of shit. <laughs> So I'm not the best football guy for this, so I'm going to throw it over to the other two who are obviously far more intelligent than me. Y'all two have the floor. Take it away with how Luke, you want to start or me or bad this was. Uh, I, I pretty much I'll have start. one take about this. And that's okay, about you start. It. You start, and then I'll go. I think this locks up the um, Jets to NFC get West? Trevor Lawrence. Oh. I, I just – I mean, I, you really think that Sam Donald – but what about Sam Donald? I think they just found a quarterback in Sam Donald. If they, if he struggles this year, I I'm pretty sure that just locks up uh, Trevor Lawrence going there. I'm not gonna lie. I just I mean I know Le'Veon Bell is like it's our year, but I think this makes the Jets the number one pick in the draft next year. As long as it, but knowing the Jets, they might screw this up. Yeah, they might win a few games, is what you're saying. No, I guess they screw up the no they screw up, no they screw up the pick. I mean, I guess they they might pick around uh, Trevor Lawrence, but I, I just think trading Jamal Adams it, it obviously shows that you're gonna rebuild again. And yeah. no, I just yeah, yeah. I say that um, thank God. First of all, thank God the Cowboys and the Eagles did not get him because the Cowboys were not shutting themselves up because they're saying they wanted Jamal Adams like really really bad, and yet thank God they did not get him because the Cowboys would have been like one of the best teams in the nfc east after that but despite that i think the seahawks are now a prime contender to see if they could try to battle with the 49ers in the nfc west and see because now they got a good defense but that i i also think that um the jets honestly they i feel like they could try to do something with this the the hole they got back but i feel that Knowing them, they might screw up their own draft picks because you. I just I just said that they screwed up a lot of their drafts a lot of time, even though a couple of times. But even though like a couple of times um, back, uh, like this year they didn't screw up that much. But I feel like with with knowing them and how important these picks are going to be, I feel like you have to see what the Jets will do with them. But other than that, I feel like Seattle. I think got the best out of the best out of this deal. Just I think that I think that dog I think that dog thinks so too, Luke. I'm not gonna lie. Sorry, that's my dog. No, you're Sorry. good. I, I you're good. I just I, 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 I agree too. I mean, you get obviously an all pro talent in Jamal Adams. Um, Seahawks never really used their picks anyway in the draft. So I mean they've always done that under Pete Carroll's uh, reign uh, in coaching. So uh, if you're not gonna use them, why not try to trade them for a player of ca- uh, uh, Jamal Adams caliber now? you get one of the best linebackers in Bobby Wagner paired with probably the best safety and Jamal Adams. So I think you said it best. I think this puts, uh, Seattle, this puts, uh, Seattle at the 
top of the food see, chain in the NFC. Have to see if they can try to beat the 49ers, yeah. Absolutely. And do we want to touch on Justin Verlander pretty quick? Because we only mentioned it once, but... Um, we say well, Verlander's still very much, you know, we don't know a lot about it because initially it was, oh, he's out for the season. Now yeah. it's going to be evaluated. Two weeks. Mm-hmm. So now, I just think if it could he is be, gone, if he yeah, is he's gone, gone, which is a crushing blow for the Astros either way, but I feel like as long as it's not Tommy John, it doesn't crush the Astros that much, because he can come back and eventually a few weeks, but I just think that if the biggest blow is that if he comes back and it's Tommy John, oh, that would be a bad thing for the Astros, because you just lost Garrett Cole, and now if you lose this guy too, that's been him nine months of your top two bitches which are gone. And all you yeah. have left is Zach Greinke. And you also have, like, Zach Greinke, who's not a spring chicken anymore, and he could go down at any point. Um, Lance McCullers is coming off of Tommy John surgery. I think this is... I think the Astros are really screwed after this year, because isn't Verlander a free agent? Yeah. I thought... No, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, th- I don't know if he's a free agent or if, uh, or if I'm thinking of Greinke here. But, you know, you... You lose, Ver- and also keep my Verlander's 37 years old. You know, pitchers, pitchers don't have that long left, and he's got one more year after this at 38. Even if he comes back and he's still decent, that arm may not heal 100%. So you're yeah. on the books for 33 million this year and next with a guy who, granted, is. I would say, and, and Cole, I know you could definitely attest to this, one of the best, if not the best, starter in baseball over the last decade. I think that is not a stretch, considering I, his, his resume. And I, I've been very, uh, in our Tinder preview, and speaking with friends, and watching games at bars, I've been, yes, I've been to bars, sorry folks, uh, but controlled, I'll say, in masks, outside, all that, but um, I've been very kind towards the Astros, more so than most. Um, I understand that cheating is part of the game. They kind of broke a rule in a way that most teams don't cheat using technology, the trash cans, all that. Um, this is going to sound brutal, and I know it's going to sound brutal, but I think it's karma. You lose your two starters. Uh, I, I obviously feel for Verlander, but I do not feel for the Astros in this situation. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Like, if anything, he's probably the one player – that I don't think would have condoned any of this. No, absolutely not. And I think that's why I'm at the point where, okay, this sucks for Verlander, but for the Astros, yeah, you guys, you guys set your table. Now you have to eat at it too. So I just, it's just, it's just not fair to other teams. Uh, they get to march out Verlander, Granky, and McCullers, and probably win a week AL West uh, after a season where they been caught cheating so that's that's my yeah this is a finally this is probably finally the yankees over the alcs um on the, the actress meeting there or if anything another team does so yeah, we'll see what yeah. yeah. I, mean, I don't know who do you think wins the alcs or al west now the uh, a's. i see the a's i, 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 think, I think it's, it's still I think it's the A's with the pitching, but if, if Houston has that magical, like, yeah. I'll set the And also, I want to see the A's just because I want to see Jesus Lozardo come in and completely gas. I want him to start. I don't want him to be in the bullpen. Like, that guy's got some, some heat under that arm. 
I'd rather have him over Mike Fires. That's that's just me. Yeah. So, you I know, think I, A's I, fans would rather have him than Mike Fires too, Matt. I'm not gonna lie to you. Also, I, I, I kind of want to see. I want to see the A's fight the Astros for that spot, just so Mike Fires, like Astros fans, can be pissed off if the A's pass them, and then Mike Fires can be like, "Hey, by the way, I won a World Series with you know another team that wasn't you guys." Because he didn't win one when he was with the uh, with the Astros, believe it or not. You know, I, I it's it's one of those things where Verlander is it safe to say Verlander's career is probably not going to be the same? It's going to be very close to over when he rebounds. I mean, probably, I, yeah, yeah. Um, so I mean, like, and I, I don't mean to sound like an ass here either, but I mean he's. He's probably one of the most successful pitchers in the game's history. Uh, he gets to go home to Kate Upton. He's got a few rings, multi-million dollar deals. Um, yeah, uh, I know. I know it's not how he wanted. I know. I know he. It's not how he wanted to go out, especially with the whole cheating scandal on top of it. But I, I think he's. I think he's not going to be uh, too upset with retirement. <laughs> yeah, so. I think he's definitely had a lot of. Uh... He's got a lot of things going for him right now, especially after his career's over. If he wants to, you know, start a family, I'm sure he'll definitely want to do that. And I'm sure ESPN would pay him a boatload of money to come in and commentate as well. I would like, rather have him over Alex Rodriguez any friggin' day of the week. Because I'm sorry, like I hate A Rod in general because I just think he's the most punchable man on the face of the earth. Probably second compared to another one who will remain nameless. Who was gonna get my original L? But uh, yeah, I have I have a W and an L. So, um, but yeah, basically, like it's one of those things where it's like kind of like retirement being handed to you and not you going out on your own terms. But I still think like wh- whenever his time is up, like the guys, the guys going into the Hall of Fame is probably one of the best pitchers of the last. 20 years i would say i have a, i have a question um and this is shifting gears but matt you sent the whole uh coyotes thing today why is that significant i mean i know are the coyotes oh, yeah. that good or oh, yeah so um so the reason why it was it was significant because it was just a giant it was a giant mismatch Chester. of stuff so like yeah. not to say that the coyotes are bad because they're not they were actually having a pretty good season um, but their general manager made headlines because when they hired him he was only 27 years old which I think he was the youngest GM in in all of pro sports when he when he was hired. So he was big on on analytics. He was a big numbers guy. Which if you know anything about like baseball, baseball is very number centric. Mm-hmm. Hockey's kind of going towards that same thing too, especially when it comes mm-hmm. to like you know possession and uh, you know defensive zone awareness and all this other stuff. So um, it came out earlier that. Uh, he was not on the personnel list to enter the bubble in Alberta for them, uh, in Alberta and Toronto. Then it came out that uh, apparently he wanted another job opportunity. I don't know if it was within the Coyotes organization or outwards, but he was pursuing that. The organization basically said, no way, you can't do that, you can't leave us high and dry. Um he terminated his contract two years or two days ago, and what I sent to the uh, the group chat that we have was the statements 
that the franchise went out and sent, which was completely asinine and stupid. Um, where the, yeah, so here, let me just read the statement for you guys really quickly, okay? So this was literally written today. John Chaika has quit as the general manager president of hockey operations for the Arizona Coyotes. First of all, when have you ever heard a statement, a professional statement from a professional team saying the word quit? Like, I hate to be, like, English teacher, you know, playing grammar or whatever, but like, no. He, here is where the, the body paragraph is where things start to get rough. A little confusing. The club is disappointed in his actions and his timing as the Coyotes prepare to enter the NHL's hub city of Edmonton, where the team will begin postseason play for the first time since 2012. Chaika has chosen to quit on a strong and competitive team, a dedicated staff, and the Arizona Coyote fans, the greatest fans in the NHL. You want to know uh, attendance in the NHL? It was like let me let me let me, let me let me spit some bars on you, okay? So we're gonna look at attendance for the um. Let's just compare. Let me throw one. Let's put, in, uh, let's put in let's uh, put in Toronto. Like okay, so let's, yeah, we'll, we'll do Toronto. So Toronto on average gets about 193,000 or 19,000 fans average per. Per, uh, per game. That's like the highest they'll get. The Arizona Coyotes, who I will pull up shortly, I guess they're listed as the Phoenix Coyotes on this website, have only 14,606. And if I look at the uh, attendance from ESPN, the Coyotes were fourth worst in the NHL. So what hmm. greatest fans in the world are we talking about here, guys? Yeah. <clears throat> when you're Couldn't averaging, you. like, okay, I know, like, when you're averaging 15,000 people in a 20,000-seat arena, like, I know, like, okay, comparing the other three that are bad, Ottawa's the worst because of where their arena is located. It's not even in Ottawa. The Islanders are the second worst because they're located in the Barclays. And... Cole, you know about Barclays Center being pretty yeah. bad. Yeah, that's where Brooklyn plays, right? Yeah. And yeah, then you got Nassau cool. Coliseum where the – do the Knicks play there? Knicks no. play in uh, – Knicks play in Square Garden. Yeah, big time. Oh, MSG, okay. So, yeah, you have MSG. MSG, by the way, where the Rangers Again. play. Yeah, okay. Okay, granted, they're 19th, but that's because they're in a down year. Yeah. Like – you don't have the best fans when you're the fourth worst. And also, if you want to look at a, like cumulative numbers, I want to go based on totals. They had the third worst total of fans in the season. So what fans? Like, and also, does that not? And then they have the. They spend the next two pair like mini sentences talking about like the replacement and basically they threw him under the bus and then decided to torch him incredibly badly like what franchise would do this well so i mean it was was all an effort to get him out assuming yeah 
Okay. Yeah, but like, still, like, at least be professional about it. Don't be, like, pieces of shit about it. Like, what are we, the Knicks? Well, the Phoenix well, Suns Phoenix. don't do great either yeah. uh, with their coaches and whatnot either, so. No, but, like, from a PR standpoint. Yeah, that's fair. I just, I just think the only – I was going to say they're never representatives uh, of the fans. The only reason that they only have that is because of Taylor Hall and Clayton Keller. That's about it. Everyone oh, else oh no, 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 no. Oh, I, I disagree. Like, the thing is, is that – Arizona's got a bright future in terms of on-ice success. Like, they have players, I think, that are better than Clayton Keller. You know, and I don't think that they got attendance because they've only had Taylor Hall for three months. So I don't think he drew up ticket sales. I think, just to be completely honest, they were their team that's struggling. Everyone wants them to move to Houston and have the Houston Arrows, which I like that name. I don't know. I don't know what you 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 think, Luke or you Cole. Like Houston Arrows sounds pretty good. Yeah, that's not bad. Two that's teams bad, in the but... Texas market. Like I think that works. Two teams in the Texas. What about um, back? What about moving them to a team where uh like like that uh that uh like what I said earlier with the Seattle SuperSonics. Like what 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 city would you think that could deserve another team like the oh like the um the, the the, yeah like, no, the, the, well, the, well, the thing is, is as much as i want quebec to come back because i think quebec got robbed of their franchise they would have to be in the east so like with seattle they're going to be in the central so i think no, the west is oh, seattle in the west they're in the west yeah right? but, but the but the central division would be most likely where they are because they're uneven, so they would most likely go in the Central Division with, like, the Jets, the Blackhawks, and, like, things of that nature. They'd, they'd be in the Western Conference. You're not wrong. Um, but, like, with with Quebec, I don't see anybody in the East really relocating at this point, except for the Islanders, but they won't because they just got that new stadium. Um, I thought for a long time Carolina was, and then I realized Carolina's fun. Um I think, yeah, the only team that I think would most likely relocate in the future is going to be Arizona. Everyone else is at least doing decent in terms of everything. Uh-huh. But uh, I was going to have that be my, my L of the week, but I'm, I'm going to save that. I'm, I got a surprise for my L of the week. Okay. Um, I, have a good, I have a good L of the week. I'm going to end with me. I'm going to go with, wait, Cole, what, oh, you sent the thing to the, okay. So... My uh, and yeah, you guys oh, yeah, start with yeah. yours, W's and L's. I got mine. I got two L's. Go first. Okay, so my L of the week uh, is the um, ESPN's uh, Thursday night broadcast with the cameraman. Because, because you probably we all we were watching that game on Friday, and every time I've noticed Yankees get a hit, the camera angle would sometimes show a really poor down angle of. Of the of the field on the back camera, and we never see where the hit is, so, and that's a big example because John Carlos Stanton had that hit, which scored that for the run, and we couldn't see it because, um, we couldn't see it because apparently the camera had to turn, um, and by that point I think the the runner already scored, so if you're gonna at least show Stanton hitting the run, at least do it like what you're doing with tonight, with the Mets and Waves, just do the same cameras. Like, it's ridiculous. And I understand that they were hiding because of a storm, of that storm uh, that night. But I just think if you're going to have... Why not just get cameramen who can basically, you know, be better in a storm type situation? Fair enough. 
I, I know up? I know the MLB guy, I'm going to shout him out, Ken Allison, gave a pretty good uh, a rant about ESPN and how they do their broadcasts for overtime heroic baseball stuff. Yeah, yeah for sure. Here you go. So my W of the week is actually also involving ESPN because of that same broadcast because I loved that shot. Did you guys see that shot when Robin Anthony was talking on TV and that lightning strike came behind him? Yeah, it's like su- it's like you know like the super. It's so suitable, and it was so. It just shows. It just it's so cliche because it shows how evil Rob Manfred is, and I actually yeah, like. Yeah, it's like that. a it's like a super villain, you know. Yeah, and that I, really. I thought funny. that was funny. I, I like that. That's my W of the week. That was actually a great W. All right, Cole. I'm uh giving an L to a co-host. Joey. I'm giving my L to Joey Kanji because he got a Chase Young Redskins jersey. I said it, damn it, but he got it on July 22nd. <laughs> oh, yeah. Damn, and, make, make uh, fun of the guy who's not here. I, I, I give it to him. I was hoping he'd be on just so I, I, I think he's going to agree. I think he would have gave himself the L of the week, but that's that's a big L, ordering a jersey, and it doesn't have the team's name, the right team's name on it anymore. No, it, oh that's yeah, okay. Real. I thought it was because he was the 99. I thought that was the reason why he. No, I think I think it was because of the the name. Yeah. Okay. I didn't actually like ask him about it, but I will next time. Yeah, and then I have I have a couple dub. Well, I have another L. Uh, Doctor Fauci. Um, oh yeah, the first pitch. I should have mentioned that. <laughs> the like, first pitch. Fine, man. Leave him alone. I understand. I understand. And the guy was the guy was a basketball athlete. The guy didn't no, really. No, listen, no, I listen. I understand. It reminded me a lot of Fifty Cent. But this yeah, that's that. I was. I, I'm not. I'm not making fun of the guy. I'm making fun of his first pitch because it was uh, brutal. Some of the tweets are pretty good. I got some right here. Fauci finally flattened the curve. That was brutal. Yeah, but that kind of funny. funny. Oh, is Angel Hernandez would call that strike three? He was just trying to socially distance the ball from the glove. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh my God! Uh, uh, um, but yeah, there's a second now. Uh, I've got a uh, W to hypothetical Twitter. Um, at Julian App tweeted out a pretty interesting hypothetical. I'm about to send it in the chat now, but it is a pick two. The rest will defend you, or the rest are coming to kill you. Um, I just sent it in our chat, but uh, this oh, was kind of blowing yeah. up my Twitter page today. I don't know about you guys. And uh, a lot of good It's Always Sunny gifts because Danny DeVito was in there. So that's I'm giving W's to uh, Hypothetical Twitter uh, for giving me a lot of good uh, It's Always Sunny gifts because of the Danny DeVito reference. So Two Dwayne's and 50 Kermits. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just a small little L to Yankees fan Twitter this past couple of days because they've been pissing me off left and right. Because it's the first, because it, let, let me be honest, if it's the first inning of a game and the Yankees don't get a base hit, they just automatically give up. Like, it doesn't matter who, like, it doesn't matter how, what happens with us of the game, it's like they just give up. They just automatically assume they're going to lose because they didn't score in the first inning. It's ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. Oh, W to Taylor Swift, too. Great album. I'll say it. Uh, Nobody else is going to say it. I'll say it. All right, so I guess uh, I'll, I'll go next. Uh, I'm going to give a W to Eddie Shack because oh, yeah. he unfortunately yeah. passed away today. And I unfortunately never met the man, but every single person that's come out and said it, uh, he was a gem to talk to. He's got great stories. If you just are bored, just YouTube also- Eddie Shack talking about uh, a lot of the stuff. 
that he's can gone. Also, yeah. Can we also give a W to Regis Philbin? Yeah, let's give a W to Regis. The, the, probably the best. Uh, the, the best tweet I saw was shout out to Regis for being the best millennial uh, daytime sick host. So whenever you're sick from school and you're just flipping out on the channels, you just see friggin' Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? And I'm just like, okay, I'll watch this. Mm-hmm. That was me on right. It was it was Quick. that it was Price is Right. Price is Right with Bob Barker. See, it was Jerry Springer for me. I did oh, not God. leave. That was a run of Jerry Springer's to Cheaters from like one to four. Nice. It was very fake television, but it was Cole, very Cole entertaining. Just sit, Cole just sitting there like I ain't doing any of that shit in my life. Absolutely not, dude. And that and that those shows were fake as hell, but it was entertaining. I'll say that much. Uh, I I got one more out. Uh, gamers. Uh, Joe Rogan called video games a waste of time, so... Fear Factor was a waste of time. <laughs> really? I actually thought it was okay. I thought Fear Factor was okay. No, but I mean, like, okay, Fear Factor is basically a bunch of people sitting around and, like, yeah. doing weird shit that they're scared of. Like, why? Like, just so we can see, like, a bunch of grown people, like, be squeamish about things? Like, come on. No, because it makes good Keep TV. Securities. No, it makes good TV. It does for us, but you have to put yourself in the... Yeah, of course. Like you never, but you never know. So you're going to have to like think about it. That's all. Fair enough. Okay, so my my second W is going to go to Laurent Duvernay Tardif of the Kansas City Chiefs, who's opting out of the season to fight coronavirus because he is actually on the front line working. He is a certified doctor and graduated from McGill University. University of Medicine. Miguel is in uh, is in Montreal, for those of you who don't know. And the fact that he's literally taking out time to go play football, especially after winning Super Bowl last season with the Chiefs, I mean, you know, that just says something in itself, man. Like, this guy really is putting millions of dollars on hold just to, you know, just to go and help people combat a virus that's killing people all around the world. So that's just mass respect there. Now to my L's. So I was originally going to give it to the Arizona Coyotes. Then I was like, nah, I don't want to give it to them. I was also originally going to give it to the president because he was going to go and throw out the first pitch at uh, the Yankees game next month. Oh, yeah. Which he is now delaying because he realizes that Andrew Cuomo says, screw you, you're not coming into our state. Yep. Um, but the real L that I'm going to give, and Luke, you're going to get mad at me for this. Is it the Devils? Because It's going to be the New Jersey Devils because... Well, so they did not spoil it. Hey, 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 hey. Said- wait, 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 wait. Okay. So, context for this. Cool. So, you know how we said that, that Seattle's name was the Kraken, right? I think Cole's getting pizza, so that's that's okay. So I'll, let me go on a rant. Wait, no, no, I saw the tweet, Matt. I was oh, on I thought I thought you were like grabbing your pizza. At the, okay, but anyway, so no, I, I, basically, what it is is uh, the name was supposed to be announced on the 23rd, which was the day after, after you know the the trailer came out the day before. So then the Devils came out and said a tweet saying, JK at NHL Seattle, we're looking forward to cracking a few cold ones with you soon. This was almost 12 hours before 
the name came out at 9 p- at 9 a.m. Eastern time, or no, 9 a.m. Pacific time, that the name was official. So, the reason why it's an L is because it's a spoiler. It's not a spoiler. No, it is. Okay. Many people if, already figured it out if, by the time. If friggin' okay, the perfect analogy was uh, my buddy Zach from uh, from OTH Hockey said it's like you guys ever watch Endgame? Uh, what Avengers? Yeah. 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 So we've known for months that Tony Stark was gonna die, but we didn't know how he was gonna die. So. Shouldn't we go into it with like nothing confirmed because maybe he lives, you know, maybe he doesn't die. And there's that, that if you go into it without no spoilers, you think, okay, you know, Tony's, you know, settled down. He has a family now, which I, am I the only one that thought him and Gwyneth Paltrow on screen was weird? Um, no, I, but, I liked them. I liked them. That's yeah, getting hammered. But, by but the I way. digress. Well, it's because Gwyneth Paltrow itself is a strange actress. That ball is crushed. Holy cow. Uh, I'll, I'll get back to Gwyneth Paltrow in a minute. Um, so <laughs> it's like you don't go out and say that before, like the day before. And every other franchise, all the other 30s, they didn't say anything involving the name. If you're going to you know, make wait. a joke, or at least yep. like spell it differently, don't spell it K A R K E N. Like the name what it was gonna be. That's a that was a blatant spoiler. No, here's the thing. The Carolina I sent you the Carolina uh Hurricanes doing the same thing. So technically the Carolina Hurricanes technically said it first before the Devils did. So Wait, I don't think but what that, was their what was their tweet? Hold on, I gotta find it. Hold on. What was their they, what was their tweet? It was a, it was on twenty nineteen, but still, when you say it like, Wait, wait, like wait, that, if, it was 20, if it was in twenty nineteen but here's the thing, but within twenty nineteen the franchise was still debating their name yeah so but the fact you, that it was literally the day before and then it came out that it was true then it's called but, was, but it's called confidentiality because it's everyone, supposed to be like everyone, hey, knew, it, everyone knew it by this point they were going to be called the crack and so why no, the hell not just say it no but here's the thing if an insider or if an analyst says it, it's fine because they can be subject to being wrong franchises are supposed to keep quiet until something comes out and is public for like, you know, for example, you know, obviously every other franchise came out and said, you know, congratulations, this is a great thing. You know, you want to build up the suspense of what's it going to be? Because some people are going to be like, maybe it's the sock guys, like you said. So, you know, don't give that away to everybody right away because they're going to be like, Oh, I don't want to watch the reveal if I know what it is already. And a lot of people probably already knew that. So, like, I, I just think it was a blatant, unnecessary post. And that that's all that there is to it. You, you could have said, you could have worded it any, or you could have been discreet about it. Instead, you chose to be blunt about it, which was really, really goofy. And speaking of goofy, not to take up too much time, I brought up Gwyneth Paltrow earlier. Um, and I'm, she's getting my second L because she threw Rob Lowe's wife under the bus saying that she, quote, had her teach her how to give a blowjob. I'm not making this up. I'm sending the tweet to the chat right now. So just, just, just look at that, okay? 
So, so look at that right... Oh, shit, I sent it to the long chat, I think. No, no, I didn't. I didn't. So read that right there. This is the New York Post, man. Why do you, Why would you say that in an interview? Because quarantine got the best of her. Maybe. And also she has like that... Uh, that I don't know if it's like a makeup brand or whatever. Something called Goop. It's very... Oh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, she, she deserves a very big L. Because she's just a strange... Strange, strange actress. And uh, I'm also going to go ahead and give an L to the New York Mets who are getting spa- who are getting bent over the Braves' knee and getting spanked. Yes. Yep. It's literally, they are bad, bad people. And, yeah, that's all there is. To, that's just, ow. Like, that's just, that's just brutal. Um, but I think we're, I think that wraps up all the, all the fun stuff now. Is this the part where I plug the stuff? Yeah, I mean, I'll have that Twitter out with a poll uh, today too. So. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll have it up until uh, until Wednesday, and then we'll record. Uh, hopefully on Thursday. If I have, I've I've also got the uh, topic for Raptors this week, and I'll announce it. Right. So you can go ahead and say it now. Alcohols. Alcohols, yes. Alcohol, so alcohols. So, good, so say the requirements because it's kind of bleak. It, it, it is kind of bleak. It's going to be kind of like villains, but it's also not going to be like villains. I want to keep it open and, open and honest, um, but uh, what it, it has to be a specific type. So I can't just say beer. I can say Coors Light. I can reuse the types of alcohol, but not the brand. So if I say Coors Light... Matt can't say Coors Banquet because I already took Coors beer. Right. But yeah. Matt can say Miller Lite. Mine's gonna be a lot of beer because I've I've mainly only had beer. I'm not really a huge hard liquor guy, and especially oh, with like, with wines, like I'm I'm not really picky oh, with. As if long if as anybody I'm picks a wine, then we're we're in trouble. But then they're um, aristocrat. But uh, but yeah, I just thought it would be fun, uh, especially with sports coming back. People are drinking more, watching baseball and whatnot. So. And it's warm outside, so you're gonna need some cool beverages too. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe you learn uh, uh, different types of alcohol that you want to try. So. Yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, that'll be our wrap just for next week. Um, hopefully there'll be more sport news. Um, by the time we come back, hopefully next week, um, on Thursday we'll have some basketball to talk about because, and then the week after that we have hockey again, and I'm gonna be a happy. Frigging yeah, camp. So Except for if the Leafs win the cup. Well, okay, no, they're not. Gonna oh wait, that's what I was gonna say too. I'm on the Blue Jays bandwagon or Blue Jays, Blue Jackets bandwagon. Okay. For hockey. I kind of want the Jackets to I win like the cup. That. Selfishly, I like, that. like if if Columbus beats us, I'm not gonna be too too upset because again, it's a pandemic. Like who cares? I'll be following the things that I'll be surprised if the Blue Jackets beat the Penguins and um. Basically turning it like what they did last season, except okay. To be fair, I think I think if we lose to the Jackets, Tampa should not roast us because they had a full season to do it, and they sucked chunks. So they they should not come at us. Oh wait, I said Penguins. That was my fault. I forgot they're playing the Canadians. No, they could they could play the Penguins. I think in, in future rounds, depending on how things go. Okay, I forgot. I, I forgot. I forgot. I'm, I'm the, excited. The... I'm more excited to watch like like the MLS Cup right now. The MLS is back up. It's per, it's unpredictable because anyone can win. The unpredictability right now in, in sport that's coming back, even though it is very risky, it is at an all time high. 
and I am for it. I want to see upsets. Like, Cole, I know you mentioned the Nets might upset the Raptors if they play them, but I don't think two players can upset a full team. Oh, they're not even going to play. Kyrie and them? Dude, I think the Nets have, like, six players rostered right now. Oh, yeah, they're probably going to. If I were them, I'd just opt out of, of the season. Um, I, and then I just, it's it's crazy. So. Come run it back next year. With so, um, so with that in mind, uh, I'm going to go ahead and plug the Twitter, which is at Nosebleed Network, uh, but network is spelt uh, N-E-T-W-R-H-K, um, just because you couldn't put the O, we wanted to, to stick out. Um, you can also follow the Instagram at TFT Nosebleeds. We're going to hopefully get some more, uh, some more stuff. With sports back, we can actually like do. We can actually, yeah, make, we can actually like make memes and and do all this other stuff. So we we can get creative with with things of that nature. Um, yeah, follow all of our personal Twitter accounts where we'll be live tweeting a bunch of sports. Uh, and yes, so with that in mind, uh, anything else y'all want to touch on before we wrap her up? think we did all right cole are you uh anything else you want to talk about no i mean we cover baseball we cover basketball we cover hockey and we got the worst names so i'll have that out you guys can vote on it uh feel free to jump in the conversation if you don't like any of these worst names so yeah that sounds uh that sounds about right so uh let's go ahead and uh and wrap it up so thank you all for Sticking with us, tuning in, shooting the shit, all that fun stuff. Watch sports, be safe, listen to doctors, don't do anything crazy. Um, and also, if you were ever in a fight, you always pick 30 Danny DeVitos and, and uh, two Dwayne The Rock Johnsons to fight you. Or just have 50 Kermit the Frogs. So, I, I, you'd be wise with those picks. And, uh, yeah, with that in mind, thank you all for tuning in. We'll see you all next week. Y'all take care now. All right.